0: Hey, this is Dr. Patty Sadala. Welcome to my Experience Jesus podcast. Today's how to episode is going to take a detailed look at two of the most misunderstood of all the manifestation gifts of the Holy Spirit the gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues. As a quick reminder, the Holy Spirit manifestation gifts are deposited in the heart of all believers when they accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. There are nine manifestation gifts that are like closed but unlocked doors in your heart. There's an entire episode on all nine of these gifts, and of course, an episode on salvation as well, so you truly understand what it means to be a member of the body of Christ. The links to both of those episodes, to allow you to go deeper into those two topics, are below in this episode of the pattyej.podbean.com site. Acts chapter 2 gives us the first evidence of the gift of tongues. Acts 2, 1-12 through 12. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all in one place, and suddenly a sound came from heaven like a rushing violent wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. There appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were being distributed among them, and they rested on each of them as each person received the Holy Spirit. And they were filled, that is, diffused throughout their being, with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other tongues, different languages, as the Spirit was given them the ability to speak out clearly and appropriately. Now there were Jews in Jerusalem, devout and God-fearing men from every nation under heaven. And when the sound was heard a crowd gathered, and they were bewildered because each one was hearing those in the upper room speaking in his own language or dialect. They were completely astonished, saying, look, are not these men speaking Galileans? How then is each of us hearing in our own language or native dialect? Then it goes on a couple verses of the different areas and the regions and the languages. We hear them speaking in our native tongues about the mighty works of God, and they were beside themselves with amazement and were greatly perplexed, saying to one another, What could this mean? Let's ask Jesus to answer that question. And he said, This is about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the sending of the Holy Spirit to activate the gifts of the Spirit. Because the sending of the Holy Spirit was manifested by the gift of tongues, many people believe inaccurately that the only evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the gift of tongues. The truth is that the real miracle was that I sent the indwelling Holy Spirit to live in the hearts of all those who believe in me. All those who believe in me. This brought the fullness of the Godhead into the hearts of believers with all nine manifestation gifts ready to be released. Previously, the Holy Spirit could only come upon people, but now, because of my finished work on the cross, the Holy Spirit's deposited in the hearts of all believers, and that baptism begins to release him to others. The Holy Spirit released the gift of tongues as an obvious evidence of both the power of God within and the cooperation of those receiving him to utter the words that they heard me say in their spirits out loud. All manifestation gifts are given to connect you with my love and pull supernatural resources from heaven to release into the natural world. Again, you must first be saved to have this capability. If you are saved, You do not need to pray for me to give you the gift of tongues because it is already in your heart, because you already have the gift of the Holy Spirit in your heart from salvation. Instead, pray for me to release the gift of tongues through you by praying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit to release all of the manifestation gifts. Let me explain it to you this way. When you walk into a room, is it just your left eye and right arm that enters the room? Yeah, neither do I. I come in fullness. All nine manifestation gifts are in your heart, ready for the Holy Spirit to release as you are spiritually mature enough to ask, seek, and knock for them. Do not try in your own strength to speak in tongues. The words come from me, not you. Simply cooperate by speaking the words you feel in your heart that are bubbling up spontaneously. They are there to bless you, me, and others. The word for tongue in the Bible is glosa, and it means flowing speech inspired by God, like the evidence of tongue speaking supplied by the Lord in the book of Acts to demonstrate the arrival of the new age of the covenant, New Testament times. It is miraculous speaking of other languages that were unlearned and that people could not speak before. This manifestation of the Holy Spirit offered ample proof that the Lord had incorporated all of the believers into Christ's mystical body. 1 Corinthians twelve thirteen says, for by one Holy Spirit We were all baptized into one body, spiritually transformed, united together, whether Jews or Greeks or Gentiles, slaves or free. We were all made to drink of one Holy Spirit since the same Holy Spirit fills each life. So we learn here that all believers of Christ have the capability to speak in tongues and that Jesus said above we need to seek, ask, and knock. For the releasing of that gift, which is praying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The baptism of salvation justifies you as a member of the body of Christ. You accept Christ and the Holy Spirit is deposited, but is not yet activated in your heart. He is in your heart, but he is dormant. The fullness of the Holy Spirit with the nine manifestation gifts are waiting to be activated. The baptism of the Holy Spirit, like in Acts Chapter 2 activates the Holy Spirit. It is the second baptism. That's when the closed but unlocked doors in your heart swing open and the Holy Spirit is ready to release His gifts through you. Here is a quick prayer that will baptize you in the Holy Spirit. It doesn't have to be these words, but there is something you can pray in your heart before you encounter the Lord that will posture your heart to release not just the tongues, but any of those gifts. So here is that prayer. Lord, I know you indwelled me at my salvation. John twenty twenty-two and Romans 8, 9. Thank you for saving me. You promised in Acts 1, 5 through 8, that your disciples would receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit would come upon us. You promised to give us power to be your witnesses, even to the ends of the earth. Now I ask you, Lord, to baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me to the overflowing with your presence, your power, and your joy. I pray the Holy Spirit come upon me now, and I yield myself to you. I receive by your faith the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and I welcome you, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for empowering me for your service. Fill me with boldness and courage to speak your word with power. I receive this wonderful empowerment by your faith. Grant me your spiritual giftings according to your will in my life for your glory. Release them accordingly. I thank you for them and for all you are and all your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible shows us that there are two types of tongues. Both types are about speaking inspired words from God that are in unlearned languages. So that's what these two types have in common. They are different in that one has you speaking in knowable languages, and the other has you speaking in an unknowable, heavenly language. The purpose of the first is to reach people for God And the purpose for the second is to connect you with God and to bless you personally. Referring back to the Acts 2 verse we've mentioned earlier, we see that the tongues were initially released using this first type. In verse 4 it says, And they were all filled, that is, diffused throughout their body with the Holy Spirit, and began speaking in other tongues, different languages, as the Spirit was giving them the ability to speak out clearly and appropriately. And then verse 6 says, and when this sound was heard, the crowd gathered and they were bewildered because each one was hearing those in the upper room speaking in his own language or dialect. They were completely astonished, saying, look, are not all those who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that we each hear our own language and native dialect? My dear friend Nancy has told me many stories of how the Lord has released this type of tongue for her as she ministers as a street evangelist in Cleveland, Ohio. She shared that sometimes she spoke in Ebonics, and drug dealers and pimps would drop to their knees and ask for salvation. And she shared that once there was a man wearing an expensive suit walking down the street. The Lord prompted her to speak with him. She described the conversation as... Fancy language. It was English, but it was in a vocabulary that she never understood. Basically, she was using big words that she did not know the meanings of, and she watched him break down, weep, and cry out for Jesus. She confessed that she had no idea what she was saying to him. The point is that God speaks in your language, and if He wants to use you to minister to somebody, He will give you their language. It doesn't even need to be a foreign language. There are common English words that are just not part of your everyday lingo, but the Lord will have you use those words if those are the words that would speak to someone's heart. I remember when I was first learning how to hear God's voice using dialogue journaling, and there was a woman on Mark Verkler's teaching video that shared her journal with the audience. She shared that Jesus said to her, Darling, you tickle me. I remember laughing and thinking, that sentence would never come out of my mouth, and the Lord would never say that to me, but that was her language. So always pray for God to give you the exact words to say when he asks you to speak to somebody about anything, and when you do, it's a form of speaking in tongues. The second kind of tongues is speaking in an unknowable, heavenly language. Mark 16:17 says, These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will get well. It does say that these things will accompany those who have believed. This is a confirmation that if you are a believer in Christ, you will speak with new tongues. And yes, it also means that you have the ability to cast out demons, lay hands for healing, and among other things. But I'm not going to take time to go down those many trails right now. The word for new in this verse is kanos, which means fresh, new, unused, novel, properly new in quality innovation, not found exactly like this before, unique. When you and I speak in our tongues privately with the Lord, the language that we use is uniquely given to us by the Lord from heaven. Each person receives their own private, unlearnable tongue. God doesn't want you to learn it because the point is you're surrendering your tongue so that God may speak through you. This type of tongue is God's perfect prayer over you and your perfect worship to God. Its purpose is to connect you with God at a very deep level and fill your spiritual tank. When you hear the syllables in your spirit, speak them out loud. This is important because it's your cooperative part of the gift that releases the blessing. If all you receive is one syllable, utter that one syllable. The more you pray this way, the more syllables and words God will add to your tongue vocabulary. Do not mimic other people's tongues because that's just you speaking without God's unction. There's no power in that. Allow God to be the one that gives you the syllables. Another reason to speak out loud is because it is the vehicle of creation. God spoke creation into existence and our words create as well. The vibrations of our words coming out of our mouth impact the atmosphere. Praying according to God's will is the secret to pulling down His promises and miraculous power. Praying or singing in tongues as a daily holy habit will draw you closer to God, align your heart with His will, and facilitate a lifestyle of abiding which will lead to signs, wonders, and miracles. But my question is, if we know that, why wouldn't you want to exercise this gift every day? There's a link below for another episode on how to pull down the miraculous, if you're more interested in that, on this episode of pattyej.podbean.com. So this type of tongues is mostly personal and always blesses you and God, but let's take a moment to talk about what happens when you pray tongues in a group setting. There's some serious power when people pray in their own heavenly language in a group setting. Once at the Cleveland House of Prayer, there were five of us praying for healing for someone in a prayer room, and way down the hall, my daughter was babysitting the two children of the person we were praying for. The five of us were praying in our own tongues, singing to a melodic rhythm, and we were singing for a while in the same melody, and my daughter ran into the room because from where she was, it sounded like a thousand angels were singing along with us. And the person that we prayed for experienced an incredible, miraculous healing that day. Think about it for a second. If an entire congregation of people is singing and speaking in their own perfect heavenly language to the Lord all at the same time, there's a lot of perfect praise and perfect prayers being prayed simultaneously in that room, magnifying and glorifying God. Wouldn't you feel the manifestation of the Holy Spirit raised to a high level And wouldn't that encourage signs, wonders, and miracles and healings just naturally in that room? Yes. And I have been there many times to see that and feel that. So let's take a moment to talk now about the gift of interpretation of tongues. That's when the Lord gives you wisdom and understanding about the tongue being spoken. I have two examples of this and I wanted to share. One gives an example of the first type of tongue and the second gives an example of the second type of tongue. I was in the theater watching The Passion of the Christ movie. You know that that entire film was both in Hebrew and Aramaic with English subtitles. So I'm in the theater, I'm watching the movie, I'm reading the subtitles, trying to watch the film, and I specifically noticed during the scene where Pilate and his wife were talking about whether they should crucify Christ, and his wife was warning Pilate not to because of her dream. And I remember consciously saying, I wonder when they switched this film to English. Because I literally saw and heard her speaking in English. And then for the rest of the film, I experienced it in English. After the movie, my friends and I went out to dinner. We were discussing the movie. And I said, I wonder why they started off in subtitles in Aramaic and Hebrew and then just made it English. My friends were confused. The whole film (laughs) was not in English. The Lord caused me to hear it in English, probably so I could share that story on this podcast right now. My second story is from a time when I was a fairly new believer, and I attended a prayer service in a large church where people would walk up the aisle and pray with a microphone. It was the normal stuff until this couple walked up to the microphone, and one of them started speaking in tongues. At that time in my Christian walk, I didn't hear a lot of tongues, and I certainly never heard them in a public setting. And then the other woman interpreted the tongue. It touched me so greatly that I can tell you right now what that interpretation was because I still remember it like it was yesterday. The Lord was saying, come to me, come to me, draw near to me. My heart breaks for you to know me. I love you so much. I have so much to show you. Come, come, come. Come And this woman had so much emotion behind her as she was saying it. It just moved me so much. In 1 Corinthians 14, 18, we are instructed to only use our private tongue in a public setting when there is an interpreter like there was in the example I just shared. In that verse, it says, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than any of you. Nevertheless, in public worship, I would rather say five understandable words in order to instruct others than 10,000 words in a tongue which could not be understood. Unfortunately, many people take this verse to suggest that you should never speak in tongues. That is not what the verse is saying at all. It's saying that if you're going to speak in public for the purpose of teaching or explaining the word, do not do so without an interpreter. This is not talking about you praying in tongues in the pews or the congregation praying together in tongues. What Paul is saying is that in a public setting, to speak alone without having anybody be able to understand it is not the appropriate use of this gift. Your private tongue does not need interpretation to bless you. However, I do have a great story from a friend of mine. When I was in my first class at Christian Leadership University, and Linda was in her last class of her doctorate in intercessory prayer at Christian Leadership University, she shared an interesting story with me. The class she was taking was on prophetic intercessory prayer, and the class required her to work herself up to three hours a day of speaking in tongues. She had gotten to about an hour and a half when she finally asked the Lord, What am I praying? And then she was able to see pictures, images, feel God's heart, think his thoughts at deep levels. She said it was like John receiving the book of Revelation, just one thing after another. She could hardly record it all. She received incredible insight and Revelation because she asked God what she was speaking. She was still speaking in the unknown language, but while she was doing that, she was also experiencing encountering God in an incredible way. And it all happened because she asked the Lord, what am I praying? Now, I want you to be clear. It's not like she suddenly understood each syllable she uttered as a word and it became a knowable language to her. She just had a greater connection with God's heart and what his perfect prayers were about and what her perfect worship for him was. And he revealed heavenly mysteries to her. So we've learned that there are two types of ways that God can have us speak in tongues. He can give you the ability to speak in an unknown to you but knowable language so that you may bless somebody else who speaks that language. And he can give you your own heavenly language that's unique to you. And it's all about you and God praying perfectly together. If you have earnestly desired to receive the release of your tongues and it just has not happened and you're just wondering what the heck is the barrier... I want to share my own story and let you know what your problem might be. I had been praying fervently for about six months for the gift of tongues to be released when I was at the Cleveland House of Prayer. I think Mike Noble was annoyed with me because he wasn't sure what the problem was, but he knew I was making it more difficult than he needed to be. And he would just say, just simply speak the syllables. (laughs) He was so annoyed with me. Anyway, one day I just started speaking in tongues with my cat. I was so delighted. I had been asking for such a long time. And at this point, I was not praying about it or thinking about it. I was just minding my own business, just talking to the cat. And all of a sudden it came out. I learned that trying is always a barrier to anything related to God because trying is you taking the wheel and it's all about you trying to do something God is supposed to do from your strength. Another problem might be performance anxiety. If everyone around you can pray in tongues and you stand there and you just have this anxiety come across you and there's this pressure about it that God never intended you to have, you got to get over yourself. It's not about you. It's about allowing God. It's about relaxing into it and not trying so hard. Anyway, one of your problems is that you may have never actually prayed for the baptism of the Holy Spirit to have it be released at all. And we have already taken care of that earlier in this episode. So when you go do your encounter, maybe you'll have more um, success with it. After that door is opened in your heart after you receive your first syllable. The door is open. You do not need to continually pray for it again. You just simply need to pray in tongues whenever your heart wants to, and you should want to a lot. Do not despise the small beginnings. If the Lord has given you one syllable, speak that syllable. If all you do is speak that syllable over and over, you're still doing your part, and God will bless you and give you more syllables and more words. So do not dismiss the single syllable that you received as though it's not enough to count. It counts. God counts it. Several years after I began my regular practice of singing and speaking in tongues, the Lord revealed to me that I had been singing and speaking in tongues for 25 years. There was a nonsense song that I used to sing to my kids every night when I tucked them into bed. The Lord revealed to me that that was my tongue. The funniest thing about that song for me was that one day on vacation, my niece was singing it while she was brushing her teeth. She had certainly heard it enough, and it stuck in her head. God is so cool. So when the Lord revealed to me that I had been speaking in tongues all this time, he reminded me that Christianity is meant to be very simple. And sometimes we complicate it, don't we? So be encouraged. If you are a believer of Christ, you have the ability to speak in tongues. You simply need to cooperate with the Lord to release it. There is a link below for a video that Mark Verkler did that teaches people how to activate their tongues, I will include the link to that below here as well. I asked the Lord to share his heart about the tongues, and this is what he said. He goes, at the core, it's all about my love. I want you to know my perfect love, and I want others to know my perfect love because my body is reflecting it. I inspired the Switchfoot song, Native Tongue, and it pretty much answers your question. The link to this fun and upbeat song is below this episode of the pattyej.podbean.com site. Or you'll find it on YouTube by simply searching Switchfoot Native Tongue. But some of the lyrics to that song the Lord wanted me to share with you are, Sing to me, baby, and your native tongue. Sing the words of the wise and the young. Show me the place where your words come from. Love is the language. Love is your native tongue. Feel your heartbeat bang the drum, open your eyes and fill your lungs. The same word from where the stars were flung, love is the language, love is your native tongue. My heart is a beating drum, my head in oblivion, my soul such a long way from, my lips, my lungs, my native tongue. My friend, where did I go wrong? My lord, we forgot our sound. My soul such a long way from, my lips, my lungs, my native tongue. Sing to me, whisper into my ear, accusers' voice start to disappear. In the wind, in the tongues of the flame, in my soul, in my one true name. Back before we learned the words to start a fight, back before they told us the haters were right. He spoke the truth, let there be, and there was. Love is the language, love is your native tongue. Sing it out loud. Get loud, get louder than the voices in the crowd, even when you tried to drown it out, your lips, your lungs, your native tongue. Sing it out, get loud, get louder than the darkness and the doubts, louder than the curses and the shouts, your lips, your lungs, your native tongue. I want the world to sing in her native tongue, to sing it like when we were young, back before the pendulum had swung to the shadows. I want the world to sing in her native tongue, Maybe we could learn to sing along, to find a way to use our lungs for love and not the shadows. The lyrics of that song really capture God's heart that everything he does is motivated by his love. Every gift that he gives is motivated by his love. And he has a reason and a purpose for giving us all of these gifts. Definitely make sure you check out the actual song because hearing the lyrics is nothing compared to hearing it as a song. Before we dive into our encounter today, I wanted to take a moment to ask you for a blessing. If you have learned some new things and have drawn closer to God by this podcast, please pray for the Lord to multiply it and allow the Lord to pop a few names into your spirit for whom you could share this podcast with. Simply text or email them the link to the pattyej.podbean.com site and let them know why you've been blessed by it. And please check out my books, journals, and downloadable resources at pattysadalacom shop. This is a starting point for all of our experiences with Jesus. For best results, it is always good to properly posture your heart for your experience by welcoming Jesus' presence with praise and thanksgiving and playing with Him in a special place as a child for a few minutes before asking for anything from Him. After you've prayed the baptism of the Holy Spirit and played with Jesus in your special place for a few minutes, Ask Him to further explain to you the blessings He has for you when you cooperate with the gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues. If you don't have your heavenly language, ask Him right then and there to release it in you. If you have prayed to activate your tongue and it has not released, ask the Lord what the barrier has been for you and what you need to do to take care of that so He can release it for you. And if you already have your heavenly tongue, Pray or sing in tongues with the Lord for as long as needed for him to give you an increased sensitivity about what is being prayed. Open the eyes, ears, mind, will, and emotion of your heart to receive what he's saying so he may give you the gift of the interpretation of tongues at a greater level. Take all the time you need and record it all in your journal. If you release the Gift of Tongues for the first time as a result of this episode, please send me a message and let me know how that went for you and share it on our comment section. Or if God showed you some really cool revelation and increased your ability to interpret the tongues, please share that as well. And I hope you will join us on this podcast adventure. Follow this podcast and forward it to others that you think may be blessed by it. And check out all the links below. They are designed to take you deeper. I thank God for you and bless you in Jesus' name.